1: Welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I am very excited to introduce to you Melissa Dubey. She is an IAKP certified CAMBO practitioner who fell in love with CAMBO during her first session several years ago. That love turned into a calling to work more closely with the frog secretion, to hold space for those seeking healing potential, and to build community and relationships with like minded people who are open to alternative modalities. Humbled by the intelligence of Cambo Frog and the enormous healing it has brought her, Melissa attended an intensive training with the International Association of Cambo Practitioners. So that's the IAKP. She did this to learn how to be safe about the facilitation of Cambo, which you guys, I'm reading her formal introduction because I think that Every piece of it is so important. I really was going to abbreviate it, but I love what she's saying. And I'm going to introduce her personally, and you're going to get to meet her. But so I'm going to have her explain this and I'm going to continue with this introduction. But it's just so I'm so excited for you to meet her. So from there, she never looked back. Melissa enjoys living her dream by working with Cambo and helping people find some inner peace by releasing that which no longer serves them. And y'all know here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are all about releasing that which no longer serves us. So Cambo itself is an integral part in Melissa's personal healing as well. Building a strong relationship with the spirit of Cambo and a respect for its powerful healing potential, she has found a greater sense of self, a happier, fuller self and experiencing with the plant medicines in conjunction with Cambo has helped Melissa approach each Cambo session with integrity, compassion, and understanding. She's currently located in Northern Arizona and serves Cambo uh, ceremonies and sessions throughout Arizona and on occasion travels to retreats and small circles in New Mexico and Colorado. She also offers private couple and group Cambo sessions. This is so brilliant. Also with uh, the basic chakra Meridians, and how do you say that one? Auricular. Auricular treatments, which has to do with the heart, yes? No, the ear. Oh, okay, good. Thank you. Because did you, you said something about math before, which I might want to know about.
0: Um, I'm also a certified heart math trainer. So I basically teach people to get in touch with their heart to help build resilience in the face of overwhelm and stress.
1: Yes, we are deaf, I'm writing a note to bring that up in this conversation. So, you guys, that is the formal introduction of Melissa. I had the benefit of meeting her while I was living in Prescott, Arizona, and um, I've also had the benefit of being able to experience Cambo, not yet with Melissa, but Cambo, um, which I will have her explain, is a beautiful experience with plant medicine, with animal, frog medicine particularly, and um, I'm kind of going to butcher this explanation as I start it, but because we are introducing a brand new concept to the Hearts and Leash podcast, so I'm really excited to have you here as the resident expert for for this conversation. Mm-hmm. And you guys, this is something that, um, if it interests you, uh, open your hearts, open your minds to a new conversation around plant medicine. I'm going to ask Melissa to explain some of mo- some more of the world of that. But Melissa, welcome and thank you so much for being here. And thank you for sitting by during that that large introduction.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No worries. Thank you. The Cambo deserves a large introduction. Mm. And um, thank you for having me. I really appreciate being here. And hopefully, I can expose more people to the beauty of this amazing um, medicine. We use the word very loosely. Maybe I should preface this interview by saying I'm not a medical practitioner. I do not promise any kind of healing through Cambo. It is not a cure for anything. I'm not making that promise. All it does to us, for us is helps build space so that we can Mm. come to our own healing. And Cambo Mm. has a really good way of helping us peel back those layers of healing so that we can kind of go deep within the self and discover who we are and uh, who we want to become. And the Campbell mm. helps us do that. I
1: appreciate I appreciate the disclaimer. Let's say because. Um, we're much focused on the metaphysical aspect of what we would, what we're referring to as medicine, right? This is not a over the counter drugstore, uh, pill bottle that you're going to (laughs) grab. This is something very different. Um, medicine for the soul, you guys, medicine for the Mm -hmm. heart, the mind, the emotional wellness and well being. And so, um, thank you for establishing that with us as we begin to learn because it is much more. And when I say metaphysical, And particularly referring to the mental or emotional, let's say, wounding that can cause physical manifestations that might be a physical bodily ailment, but that could also be the manifestations in your life, whether that be inside of your relationships, your career, your income, or lack thereof, or the quality of your life in general. So this is a very wide scope and sequence we are dabbling into. So yeah, Melissa, would you mind sharing with us um, more just about you and... Cambo included, but you and how you got started and
0: where you're at in life. I actually got started through other plant medicine. Um, I was at a retreat and I heard some people talking about Cambo and I thought it was the craziest thing I'd ever heard. Yeah. You know, granted, I was doing plant medicine, so that was pretty crazy in and of itself. Um, and I was there to do healing. I was there for a week, uh, just trying to learn more about heart math, uh, learn more about tapping into deeper levels of my consciousness and just learning how to shed some trauma. Um, I found that the plant medicine was beautiful, but it didn't really get me where I was hoping. And so I started checking into Cambo. I discovered a practitioner here in Sedona. He's no longer located in Sedona, but signed up for a three-day inoculation, which is three days in a row, and um, it completely changed my life. It, It changed the way I eat. It stopped the loop in my brain. It created some space, some pause, so that I could be more responsive and less reactive. And it just really helped me more than anything get out of my victim mentality and get a little bit deeper in my heart. Now, that's not to say that there wasn't a lot of work in going behind all of that healing. You know, I like to tell people that it takes us so long to become broken, it takes us so long for the trauma to turn into emotional dis ease. So we have to give ourselves time for the healing and we have to understand that the healing can be just as painful as the trauma. So, having said that, Cambo is called an ordeal medicine for a reason. It does create in the body a lot of sensations that then result in a purge. And uh, the purge is we're just drinking water. The pur- so that's how the purge happens. But the purge, I want people to understand that this is not a bad word. It's a very, very good word because we're not just purging water or purging the contents of a stomach. We're purging years of trauma. We're purging years of emotional upset. We're purging all of this stuff from our system in some way there's some magic, some symbiosis in the secretion of the frog that really works in conjunction with our biology.
1: Thank you for that, because I would love for you to tell us what Cambo is, like the makeup of Cambo. You shared this with us in Prescott about how it is harvested and all of that, and so I'd love to educate people about this and the level of respect, the level of intention, because something that I would love to enter into this conversation is... You guys, she's mentioning plant medicine and, and then Cambo and marijuana is plant medicine. Tobacco is plant medicine. Mushrooms are plant medicine. This is stuff that is in the, let's say, uh, commercial world or in the consumerism world. And that the the type of the way that it's being presented to particularly in today's conversation is about the spirit of the product or the plant or the medicine, the spirit of it is not recreational use, it's ceremonial use. It's meant for what, as she just shared about purging Where purging years worth of trauma or uh, limiting beliefs. And so there is much, a much more reverent use of a lot of the products that you're actually very familiar with. Uh, Cambo doesn't happen to be one that is so familiar, but I wanted to offer out marijuana and mushrooms that a lot of people might be using recreationally, but do, does actually have a very sacred intention. So um, back to Cambo, tell us a little bit more about the product itself.
0: A cambo actually comes from a frog in the Amazon, um, the polymedusa bicolor frog, otherwise known as the giant tree monkey frog. Excuse me, my dog wants in on the interview, sorry. (laughs) Um, And the beautiful thing of the frog is that it's deep in the forest, deep in the jungle. And there's only a certain time of the evening that they can actually collect the frog. And it is arboreal, so it lives up in the canopies of the tree. And so the indigenous need to go out very deep into the jungle um, at a certain time of night. And then they sing to the frogs and that brings them down from the tree. At that point, you know, they are very meticulous about um, having integrity around milking the frogs. So the frogs are marked every time that they're milked. So that way, if they're recaptured, they know to release, to not milk again, because there has to be enough of the secretion so that they can defend themselves in the wild. There really is no predator other than us, you know, for the frog. And I say that because there is a lot of research around the frog right now. They've tried to take it out of its natural environment and do research on it. And the frog won't secrete. So Mother Nature has done a beautiful job of protecting her babies. And those of us who facilitate it really love that because we can't go in and do what humans normally do, um, and, and destroy it. (laughs) So, um, and so yeah, the frog then gets milked and it's done with love and it's done with respect. And, um, then it gets just dried out and put on sticks and sent to us. And then, you know, like you said, we do it with ceremony, uh, we do it with intention and we do it with great respect. Uh, nobody ever comes to me and it's just Cambo. There's there's a lot of intention and respect and prayer around it. So that's really important for people to know that we want to show the spirit respect. Totally. And
1: uh, I was lucky enough last July, July of 2020 to uh, experience Cambo. And I, I'm particularly present to the application of it, right? Like... to burn the skin and then to apply the secretion to that burn mark as to absorb it into the body. And it was such one, it was like, oh my God, what are we about to do? You know, there's that like (laughs) initial reaction and how almost immediate the uh, effects of it is. And I would love, if it's okay, I would love to share for myself when I first experienced the cambo, I, so this was a time, so July of 2020, I went sober February of 2020 and I had been doing plenty of the healing work of sobriety. And there's a lot of actually clarity around that, but this Cambo ceremony, uh, the purge part of it, the, the sensation that I got, which I heard you talking about was that I had like any drunk or high or under the influence or intoxicated I had ever been in the accumulation of my life came out of my, like from the center of my body to the surface of my skin. And I could feel, and yes, there was a physical purge, like you mentioned, like an emptying of the stomach, but I could feel it leaving every single pore. Like there was no more drunk Abby. Like it was, it was ready to leave. And she, the intoxicated girl was going with permission. It was a terrible feeling, right? Like to feel that intoxicated, like but I don't think that it was the cambo. I think that it was the combination of, like you said, people come with a certain intention. People come with uh, whatever they come with in their life, their trauma, their experiences. And so for me, I had brought my experiences of intoxication and, and cambo to put shined a huge spotlight on it. <laughs> and I was able to purge and release that. And it was a phenomenal experience. And I'm I'm interested in uh what your experience has been, particularly your, you know, maybe initial or the one that really shifted you from a participant to a practitioner. Like what has your experience been?
0: You know, I love that you say kind of shone a light on it. And and yeah. that's really true. And and I often tell my clients that. This is what Cambo does. It shines a light on who we are, but more importantly, it allows us to decide who we want to be in those moments of struggle. It's very uncomfortable. It it feels like, you know, sometimes it feels like there's a ripping out that's going on as well. And so that can be very disjarring to people. And so we get to decide, you know, like which Abby wanted to show up that day, you know, what Melissa wants to show up at a particular session. And so when we check in with ourselves, then we can check in deeper to the medicine. For me, I had a practitioner down in Phoenix and I was in the medicine. I was feeling, you know, all of that stuff come up and rage and anger and energy and felt like, I was just wanted to scream. I, like it was just coming out of, like you said, every pore of my body, but more importantly, every cell of my body. And I looked over at her and never once, and I sat with her several times, never once did she take her eyes off me. Never once was she distracted by anything other than me. And I wanted to scream, I wanted to cry. And part of me was holding on because I felt that vulnerability felt foreign to me. And then something clicked. And I was like, holy moly, she gets to sit with people when they are at their most vulnerable. She gets to keep them safe, hold space, guide them, help, you know, let them know what's going on. And I thought, this is what I want to do. I want to be the person who's holding space for everybody who's trying to heal and shed all of their shit. Because this is what our life should be about. Life should be about figuring out, as you know, how to live in our hearts, Mm -hmm. you know, how to be more authentic, how to tap into our sovereignty. And this is really what the medicine has allowed me to do. It's beautiful. It's hard work. It's very hard work. But again, it's beautiful because the you that shows up on the other side of all of that struggle Mm -hmm. is the you that you're searching for. But you got to go through the struggle.
1: I love that because you kind of alluded to it in the beginning of what you said around um, there's the ceremony, there's the session, and then there's the aftermath, right? like what comes up and out, what gets shined on, what gets to be seen in the light, and so then there's integration, right and so um and i would I would probably say integration is a bit of a coachy term. And and what we mean by that and what I'm saying by that is that we are to not just leave the CAMBO or, or any plant medicine experience as a compartmentalized experience. And we say, okay, that was great. We set that aside and tuck it away and leave it behind. It's that it is showing us something to then now incorporate into our lives as our next level of evolution. So Melissa, if you don't mind, um, would you share your experience under understanding and expertise on integration with these ceremonies?
0: Yeah, I think that's kind of a tricky one. You know, the integration is very hard around any medicine because again, we're dealing with language that not everybody understands. And as you said, it's like, well, does it sound coachy? Does it sound woo woo? Does it sound, what is it, what does this mean? You know, I've had people say things like just lean into it. Well, what the heck does lean into it look like? And yeah. What am I leaning into exactly <laughs> yeah. you know, And so what I think is so important is that whatever comes up, because things do come up, you know, n- this is not a magic bullet. None of this medicine, none of the plant medicine is, but whatever shows up, I think that we really just have to be committed to the task of identifying who we are in that. So let me backtrack a little bit. When people come to Cambo, they're coming to Cambo for particular reasons. But what happens is, is um, and I'm, I'm gonna start over. When cambo is applied, we burn the top layer of the dermis back and we pull it back so that the cambo can enter the lymphatic system. Once it enters the lymphatic system, it starts going throughout the body. And I feel like it scans. I feel like I'm being scanned. I feel like it's reaching out and it's figuring where do I need to rest? Where do I need to lie? Where's the most Work needed in the body at this time. So, I really, and many clients have shared the same thing. So, then once this all starts happening, it's going through our system, it's going through our blood, it's going through the organs. And this is how all of the toxins are being wiped out of our bodies. Now, in this process, it can be very uncomfortable. We do the purge, we go through a bad process, and then we come back feeling like a million bucks. We feel like a rock star. We've been reset. And then you go home and then you start to realize, oh, wait a minute. I went to see Melissa because I'm depressed. Now I'm even more depressed. What the heck is going on? And what's going on is that Cambo is full of peptides. This is really all the magic we know about Cambo is that it's full of peptides. And these are bioactive peptides that mean that they have very good function in the body. They do very good things in our body. So this is the symbiosis that comes in. Typically, if the body is being poisoned, it will. The cells will shut down and it will resist. Our cells open up and welcome to Cambo. So as it's working out these toxins, the, the bioactive peptides are working, all of that stuff starts feeling very, very uncomfortable. The very things that bring us to Cambo are the things that we may notice in the aftermath of it. And this is part of our work. This is, to my opinion, part of stepping into the role of now what our integration looks like. And if the depression strikes, you know, sparks up, then we have to start identifying how we feel in our body. What's going on with this depression? What triggered it? So I think really what's important around integration, Abby, is being willing to ask questions of what is showing up. There's no one, two, three, this is how you do it to integrate. There really is none of that. But what we can do is we can get into our toolbox and we can look, we can start rummaging through, right? Okay. Well, what's in here today? Maybe it calls for yoga. What's in here today? Maybe today you're being called to meditate. Maybe today you need some heart math, or maybe today you need some breath work. So I think that really what's important is to have a toolbox that you can go into And have a practice that is going to keep you grounded in the medicine that people choose to do Mm -hmm. as part of our commitment. And that is really what integration looks like. Because at the end of the day, shit happens. People cut you off in traffic. The boyfriend calls and breaks up. Okay, he doesn't call. He texts these days, right? (laughs) (laughs) things happen. And so we just have to understand that we have to keep up our practice. We have to keep doing the work. And we have to keep coming back to the medicine.
1: And thank you for backing me up into the lymphatic system and the process of it at the <laughs> scan, right? Because when you said it kind of scans for where those energy blocks, where there's those spots in the body that need to be, you know, amplified. It, it. I heard like tuning fork, especially as you did lean yeah. into the conversation of like, uh, yeah. When you said integration, and it's like you, you, right? Like, and you're tuned. But then you get out of tune, like by function of a machine or by function of an instrument, you get out of tune again and you got to tune back in. And then, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, you said it. (laughs) No, but you just said it better. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. It was just the way that you were saying it, it landed so clearly over here. And um, I just love too, uh, some of the, some of the, tools you mentioned for, for integration, for that continuation of the work. And also, um, you didn't explicitly say it this way either, but like being gentle, that what we came for would arise again, right? Like what we came, we're not, it's not a, okay, I'm all better now, you know, It is the work and I love it. And I love what we're getting to introduce. It's just so, it's so beautiful. And I love that we're introducing this idea because you guys, you might be feeling like, okay, where can I find Cambo? Or like, where can we do all this stuff? right? There. it's definitely communities and connecting with Melissa is really, really important. Um, even if Cambo isn't the medicine for you, that's more prominent is, um, psilocybin as a, as a PTSD, uh, okay. situation, uh, helping people help her particularly. I'm watching that they're studying a lot of veterans with PTSD mm-hmm. and using, uh, psilocybin in that way. And I just, there is so much beauty in it and that it required, I think that, this more than ever is please, you know, work with a practitioner and a professional and someone who's really studied the work in the medicine, because uh, there is a difference between recreational use of something and Mm -hmm. the ceremonial use of something. Is there anything you'd like to share about that?
0: Yeah, actually I would. And I'm so glad that you brought that up because um, Cambo in the wrong hands is dangerous. Mm. Cambo in the wrong hands can equal death. Okay mm-hmm. and and I point that out because you bring up a beautiful point and it's so important if anybody is seeking out any kind of medicine you need to find a skilled certified practitioner who knows the ins and outs who knows mm-hmm. what can happen you know i've had people faint um mm-hmm. You know, things things can happen. Things can, people, um, if, if they don't know what kind of water to consume, then that can be a danger too. So there are things... And people don't realize because we've kind of been programmed around the propaganda of these psychedelics. We've been mm-hmm. programmed to think that, oh, it's just a trip and it's just, you know, time to get high. But no, if you do it ceremonially, there are people who are trained to help you with set and setting. So, set is the mindset. Where are you psychologically? What are you thinking about when you come to the medicine? And then the setting is where are you choosing to do it. So mm-hmm. like you said, it is so important that you have a skilled practitioner um, doing any of these medicines. Yeah. Otherwise they're I, dangerous.
1: Yeah. Right. And I think that can be said with most any of them, obviously. And that I think set and setting, I love that you laid that out there because we've had plenty of stories of people like, and you said, it, it's not a trip, right? Like it's a treatment in the way that we're talking about it. And that a lot of people have had, have used it recreationally, had a bad trip, had a bad experience and won't go back to the medicine as medicine and for all that it has to offer. And, um, I just think it's so important. So thank you for incorporating that piece of the conversation. Another thing that I was interested in you explaining is the heart math. So I'd love for you to talk to us a little bit about heart math.
0: Oh, yeah. heart math is amazing. Um, I was actually introduced to it when I was living in Farmington and me um, and a counselor there tried bringing it into the schools and, and, you know, bringing it to students and teachers and things like that. Um, I think that there's a kind of a crisis going on in our world, and this isn't just since COVID. This has been for probably close to a decade or so. People are kind of really waking up to who and what they are. And the beauty of math is it helps teach people who they are, that we are energetic beings um, having this human experience and that we've been misled we've been misled about our physiology we've been misled about the powers of our bodies and this again kind of goes back to the cambo too you know the courage the power that it takes for us to commit to these healing modalities, and so what heart math does, and, and heart math really kind of changed me, is it just really it's a series of breathing techniques that allows us to sit in our heart and to really kind of value the heart emotions that can help us reset our autonomic nervous system. And so what I do is I teach people what they're about. I teach about the the energetic body, how we kind of function in this world. I show them through scientific data and research that the heart is the strongest organ in the body. It is the most intelligent. It's the seed of our intuition. Mm. It's the seed of all of the feel-good emotions that allow us to manifest things through the light force energy out there. And more importantly, it's the most intelligent organ so it will keep us safe. This I think is important during Cambo because Cambo is a vasodilator which means it kind of opens up the blood vessels a little bit. And so the blood flows faster and it increases our heart rate. And so the Mm -hmm. beauty of it is on the one hand, this can kind of, up, you know, nerves on end a little bit in people. But then on the other hand, when I remind them of the strength of their heart and the intelligence, then they can better get grounded into the experience. But we have the heart has an electromagnetic field that extends about six to eight feet from the body, which allows us to entrain. So if you and I are having this conversation in person, our energy, our heart fields would be co-entraining together. And uh, whoever has the highest energy, whoever has the strongest energy going to win out there. And so it's really kind of cool. Once people start learning what we're about, but more importantly, Abby, that we are in charge of our physiology. And so I hook people up to a biofeedback unit that allows them to see in real time that they are manipulating their heart rate, that they are manipulating their autonomic nervous system, that they are calming themselves down when they're in a state of upset or stress. And that they can continue to do this. So it's really beautiful. And I teach them all about the chemicals that go through our body because when we're stressed out, you know, if you and your boyfriend get in a fight and you make up ten minutes later, your body's not done with that fight. Your chemically, your body is going through all of that stress for another ten or twelve hours, right? And so, what heart math does is it allows us to kind of pad the system, if you will, with the feel good emotions feel good chemicals so when we do have upset in our life when someone does cut us off in traffic we're not as reactive we're a little calmer and we don't get as upset
1: i love it well i based on what you just said at right at the very end too i was hearing about like self-regulation you know uh, being able to catch the behavior catch the trigger and choose how you're going to be about it But um, I really, I love the electromagnetic piece. I believe that's why we host, we actually host the, you guys know this, but we host the Hearts Unleashed uh, interviews via zoom. And I feel like this phone is two feet from me. So I feel your energy. I I am receiving you. And then you guys get to receive the intermingling of energy. And hopefully that that translates to you in the audio of the podcast. So, uh, I really get that, but I love the visual because you guys, you got to think about the fact that like, when you walk into a room, you're bringing something, not, you're not just, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and I was also hearing the opposite of everything you were saying. Not that I was listening for it, but I was thinking of like the feel-good emotions. And I'm like, or you're like, we control our heart rate. And I'm thinking about people who have anxiety, fear and overwhelm is like, you're also operating your heart rate. So would you get more serious about it? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I get really uh, mama bear about that because we really do get to control the quality and direction of our life. And it starts with our, like you said, heart math, our hearts, the state of our heart, the state of our head. Uh, the clarity that we get to have, and that Cambo also gets to do that clearing work with us. It's a beautiful, yes. I wanted to even say machine, the way that it mm-hmm. operates the machine that we. That we are right, like yes. an energetic being having a human experience. You got to see and respect that bodies are magnificent machines mm-hmm. that are built resilient, are intelligent, like you said, they store memory, they store yes. energy. So it's just such a fascinating conversation. Like, I could just ramble on <laughs> and uh, <laughs> on like
0: part two, <laughs> yeah, right? Well, and look, this is where amazing. we're. <laughs> It's it's amazing, and I think the most amazing thing about all of this is, again, it goes back to sovereignty. Is that you know we've been misled, and that's okay, right? That's okay. This is what we checked into. We you know we signed up for this. (laughs) And I think sometimes the addictions and the traumas and everything that we go through wears us down and breaks us down enough to where we start to shake off the sleep and like, oh wait a minute. I'm starting to remember, I'm starting to realize, you know, Graham Hancock says that we're a species with amnesia and it's time to pick up and this is what we're doing. And this is the beauty of the Cambo and the heart math and, and even all of the other plant medicines. So, and I think that it's so important, you know, you're again, back to the idea of integration is building community. If we get more people aware of this stuff, you know, um, this isn't just woo woo psychobabble. This is yeah. real. The efficacy is there. The data is there. You know, if people go to my website, uh, www.fourcornerscambo.com, the research is there. You know, the scientific data is there showing the research that's been done on all of this stuff. So, um, now it's just really kind of up to people who, okay, hey, you've got the information, you're a little more aware. Now, what are you going to do with that awareness? Where do you want to take it?
1: Yes, totally. Um, I so appreciate that. And I think that the most important, uh, like the, I love that you just brought in the data that, that, the data <laughs> is that, you know, I think that there are different learning styles mm-hmm. and, that for some people, the data is really important and it's what builds trust and, uh, and, and everything like that. Um, you know, what's, who's coming to mind for me is Brene Brown. Yes. Uh, she is brilliant in the way, and like, mm-hmm. she talks about shame. And for me, I'm a bit more of like a kinesthetic and visual learner. Therefore, mm-hmm. um, if I see it, if I feel it, I believe it. Like I'm good. You, I don't, I don't need the, I don't need the report. <laughs> um, and there are other learners who are, are, you know, they need to like see it and take it in. And so Brene it does such a brilliant job of, and then who's the other, my other guy, uh, Joe Dispenza, right? They have, right. They have scientifically taught us about all these metaphysical, mental and emotional aspects with numbers and data and studies. And so like, it's just as valid, uh, plant medicine being just as valid as a as a Joe Dispenza article or a Brene Brown book about shame is that it's so valuable. And even though it's intangible, right? Like a lot of the experience you were talking about, um, particularly what I'm very present to is every single person who comes to the Cambo experience is going to have a different experience, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not to say, okay, this is how this goes, right? Like this is how it's right. going to go for you. You yeah. are not going to get that, and and even someone who comes with a certain expectation might not get
0: that out of the experience. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I've told people that you may have an intention, but the frog has a bigger intention. <laughs> it sees more for you. you know? Yeah,
1: and yes. so, um, and I could definitely say that about mushrooms. Is that like the plant itself? The secretion it has an intelligence. itself that guides us where, because guess what? It's all about where we won't go, Mm -hmm. right? It takes us where we won't go. And that's been my experience with plant medicine. And, um, I think that that's the intelligence piece of it is with my ego, ego, the egoic part of me is like, Nope, let's keep that compartmentalized or let's bury that one. Uh, no, sorry, we're not going to avoid that. We're going to bring that to the forefront of your mind right now. And so I think that's so important. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Isn't it crazy that, that that something in nature can know better than our own brains, what we need, but then that's yeah. that goes back again to the proof that the brain is not necessarily the strongest or most reliable organ in our body. When all along our hearts are breaking mm-hmm. and our hearts are crushed and our hearts are longing for something more. Now we just kind of have this knowledge of what that more could look like. And unfortunately sometimes that more looks like the very things that the powers that be have been driving us away from. And so right. there's a lot of peeling back of the programming before we can even get to the personal traumas. So there's a lot of work and this, this takes commitment and it takes courage. So those of you out there stepping up, you know, mm-hmm. give yourself the credit because again, all I'm here doing is serving you and holding space you're doing the hard work, you're making the decisions, you're making the choices, you're doing the hard work. So this is the beauty of the medicine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, I love what you said, because I I don't think that we tap into it enough. The medicine potentially knowing more than us about us or what we might need. It took me right back to like the hive mind or the concept mm-hmm. of universal intelligence that we share intelligence with a plant we share intelligence with the species of this planet we share intelligence with the stars and it's like if we could just tap into that type of uh how brilliant we really are then enough cambo experiences will teach us that we might not need cambo and that through that avenue that it gives us access to our sovereignty our self-governing our uh um i don't want to say like But our sense of self without the egoic part of it, but truly the sense of self and the way the oneness, the sense of oneness of it all. So,
0: yes. And And I I love that. The oneness is so important. The collective is so important. And this is another idea I think that the medicine brings us back to. Mm -hmm. And so many times, clients, you know, we sit and talk for hours about this sometimes, the lack of community that is out there. You know, we build this nice, beautiful bubble inside of my healing room, and then they leave right? And they go back to their world and then I'm here. And that connection is just so brief, but yet so profound. And I think what a lot of people are longing for is the deeper connections that last beyond a two or three hour ceremony. We need to start making more ceremonies throughout our day. We need to make life more ceremonial. We have just gotten so caught up in all this technology and go, 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 go. We have forgotten that, Holy moly, just brushing your teeth in the morning can be ceremony. And then this creates perspective, it creates a different mindset, it creates a different outlook. So yeah. <laughs> that was the
1: perfect like period at the end of the sentence. Cause I was thinking to myself, like, I'm loving this conversation. And I know that there are, there's a population of people who say, thanks, no thanks for medicine, right? Like thanks, no thanks, nice. and and good. And that you really just hit it is that you don't need the medicine always to have the ceremony, to have the breakthrough, to have the breakdown, to, to come to the oneness. Everyone has a different access. And I just encourage you to continue, um, trusting what you feel called to, because what you feel called to is very likely calling you. And so if we can learn how to listen in, um, I always reference the inner ear and the inner eye is listen to where our heart is taking us. Because I'll tell y'all, you guys, um, I don't know if you remember that podcast episode, The Sobering Truth About Turning 31 is I spent 10 days in a silent retreat. We did no substances. We did no sugar. We did no caffeine. We were eating vegan and sitting still for hours. And that was an an ex- a Camboan experience of itself. I surfaced things that, I think what you said is that Campbell creates and holds space. When I was sitting in a silent retreat for 10 hours a day for 10 days, all there was was silence. All I was doing was listening inward and it surfaced anxiety from my youth. It surfaced trauma from my young adulthood. And like, it just, it's the magic. So you guys, I love sharing this conversation around plant medicine. And I want you to know you can create these experiences through other modalities as well. And particularly,
0: like you said, the breath work is a fantastic Mm -hmm. avenue for that. If I may just add a footnote to what you just said, and and that's Vipassama, the Uh meditation you did. I've never done that, but I I hear it's pretty powerful. and, And I'm not saying that there isn't great value in that because there is, but in the 10 days that you spent dealing with all of that, part of that could have been acquired in two hours. Yeah, in a different yeah. kind of ceremony, you know? So this is the beauty of, of Cambo and this is the beauty of plant medicine is yeah. that, you know, you you read, oh, it's like 20, 20 years on the couch in one session of a particular <laughs> person. And that can be very, very true, you know, okay. as long as we're willing to do the work that surrounds it again, none of this is a magic bullet. We still have responsibility in it. We still have obligation and we still have work to do, but, um, it can be done a, a lot quicker than, you know, mm. 10, years 10, on days, top, hours. Out, 10 days in silent meditation.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, um, I completely agree. I, I believe it's, it's, it's a lot like this experience of coaching too is an accelerant, right? Yeah. So I, I, I have a great appreciation for the way that the plant medicine works with us, for us, shows us. Um, it feels like a, very, a great teacher. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I have a lot of appreciation for that and uh, alternatives for those who might opt out of plant medicine. But also for those who are interested in opting into plant medicine, where can someone get started? Because my guess is this isn't a uh, popular or mainstream conversation yet. So where can people connect with you to learn more or maybe ask some of the lingering questions that they have?
0: Um, they can go to my website. I've got a forms on that where they can reach out and contact me through there. And then I would be happy to engage in any kind of conversation around that or any, you know, explore any interest they have in, in doing cambo or questions about other forms of, of healing. Wonderful. And that was four
1: corners, uh, yeah. dot com.
0: Yeah, for spelling out
1: right. the word for. Yeah, F-O-U-R. And yeah. then um Anne Cambo is with a K. And you guys, as usual, we will have all of her links into the show notes. So be sure to head to heartsunleashed.com and you can find her episode. You can listen in and share that and then uh, reach her website through there as well if you need the spelling for you. Melissa, I really want to thank you for being here, sharing this. I Like I said, you're our first to share anything of this category of this uh conversation on the hearts unleashed podcast and i am so so grateful for that
0: oh i'm so grateful to be here and be a part of what you're doing and i'm glad that we can help each other out and just kind of keep growing our tribe so keep doing the amazing work and you're so needed out there in the world and the cambo is needed so thank you for doing what you do abby it's appreciated and needed
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. And, and thank you hearts. Thank you for coming here. And if you are still with us, I applaud you because it tells me that no matter what modality you are open to living your heart unleashed. And so I want to thank you for tuning into the hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. We love you.